0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life-ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. So we want to thank HEV for making today's podcast possible. HEV makes it a priority to get involved and make a difference in the lives of friends and neighbors. HEB Operation Appreciation is a company-wide campaign created to honor the brave men and women of the U.S. Armed Forces men and women who are HEB partners and customers, friends, and family. Operation Appreciation partners with organizations like us, the Military Child Education Coalition, that supports U.S. troops and their families. In contributing time, talent, and financial support, HEB recognizes and appreciates the dedication and sacrifices service members make on behalf of the nation. So for our listeners in Texas, check out one of your neighborhood HEB grocery stores. And HEB, thank you for sponsoring this podcast for the sake of the child.
1: Welcome everyone to our podcast for the sake of the child. My name is Susan Sellers and I'm the spouse of an active duty service member, parent to three military kids, master parent to parent educator, and now a podcast host at the Military Child Education Coalition. Today we're going to talk to Mr. Antonio Freitas from Sesame Street. Mr. Freitas is a senior content manager on the US Social Impact Team at the Sesame Street workshop. Here, he builds assets for Sesame Street and communities, as well as Sesame Street for military families, with a particular focus on operationalizing trainings for parents and providers. Antonio, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm excited to share and talk out some of the great resources we have here on our side to do the great work that you're all doing on yours.
1: Well, I have to say, every time I hear Sesame Street, I immediately start singing the song. I'm curious, how did you end up working at one of the most iconic organizations that are out there?
2: Yeah, so great question. It was actually um, a dream of mine to work here, and I spent the bulk of my career prior to this working in early childhood settings. But prior to that, I was actually running clinical social work programs uh, at the state penitentiary in and outside of Washington State. Uh, And what I realized is that in the context of educational equity, if we place more resources in communities and spaces at younger ages, children get what they need to survive and thrive in the earliest times of their life. And so with that, I started teaching. Um, I went back to school. Uh, and then actually shifted from social work into classroom education in early childhood settings. I ran early childhood programs for about 15 years in and around New York City and then just sort of continued to keep my eyes for the opening at Sesame Street and connected Uh, informally with a lot of people over the phone until um, I saw both a job and an opportunity that worked on this end uh, and asked them to consider me. uh, And as luck would have it, they did. So that sort of got me to the space. And I've been here uh, a little more than a year, building out that content and thinking about how we train people on how to use
1: it. Well I have to say I just think it's wonderful how you were able to take your passion for education, your background, and partner it with the exciting world of Sesame Street. I mean I know I grew up watching the TV show Sesame Street, but the organization itself has really expanded its mission um, over the last years. Can you share with our listeners specifically more maybe about Sesame Street in communities?
2: Sure, sure. And so while the broader mission of Sesame Street, no matter where you work or the program that you're assigned to, is to build smarter, stronger, kinder communities we were realizing that on the ground in spaces with parents and providers working with children, there was a lot of traumatic experience and challenges that families were facing and didn't necessarily have the best tools or assets to address these in developmentally appropriate ways. And what we found was that while all of the opportunity that came with media and education through Sesame Street as a television show was successful in the past, we needed to be a little bit more innovative and think about how to address issues on the ground with families in a variety of different ways that extended beyond TV. And so with that, we created this online digital platform called Sesame Street in Communities that includes a variety of different activities and professional development spaces for parents, providers, and children. We include printable resources for kids like coloring pages, articles for parents and providers, and then interactive games and activities to help address issues that relate to difficult times and tough talks like incarceration, grief, or divorce, to talk about healthy bodies and healthy minds like eating healthy, eating uh, a rainbow of fruits and vegetables, and then also talk about getting kids ready for school in the world with topics that are relating to ABCs and 1, 2, threes. so things like math and science, language, and literacy. And what we've been able to build uh, is a pretty comprehensive platform that is free accessible to any and all that use it uh, and that can meet a variety of different needs no matter what people are coming to
1: Well, I think those are a lot of complicated challenges our kids are facing today and the fact that Sesame Street is trying to identify those and help our parents and caregivers to contribute to the foundation of our our children's development is, is really important. And I know bullying continues to be a big issue in our community, especially with the added element of the internet. You know, most of us probably can remember being bullied. I know I still remember my nemesis from middle school. But, <laughs> <blink is occurring. laughs> but bullying is occurring even with you know our younger children. So, and MSEC recently partnered with Sesame Street and offered this great webinar on this subject. But for our listeners who didn't have a chance or haven't had a chance to view the workshop, what does Sesame Street offer families to help them equip and empower their children?
2: Yeah, so um, along with um, some of those different assets that we have on Sesame Street and Communities, many of the topics that are on the online platform include a variety of different conversation starters and ways to engage parents and providers. Those are the people that we consider adults in a child's circle of care, that, that sort of network of people that love and care and protect a child and make sure they grow up in healthy and developmentally appropriate ways. But we have a lot of opportunities with the interactive games, with the activities, with the workshops, the articles and the principal resources that we have to begin conversations so that parents and providers understand what children experience, how they experience it, and can begin to unlock some of the challenges in the hopes of working together with the child who is being bullied or doing the bullying to see what the challenges are, why there's an intentional uh, aim at trying to get power and specifically take it from another, and then to think about what we can do to be more collaborative on our approach to make sure that everyone is working together to build that stronger, smarter, kinder community.
1: So I would love to hear, what is your favorite resource that Sesame Street provides in terms of bullying? So
2: I think that we have a page that is called uh, Family Activity, Our Circle of Care. And it's just a simple sort of rainbow-shaped coloring page that has a couple of our different Muppets on it. But there is space on the page for children to, on their own, with a pen, a pencil, or a crayon, draw adults in their own circle of care that they can look to almost as a resource when going through difficult situations. And what I really like about this page is that it gives that sort of fun throwback feel of Muppets that everyone loves and calls to mind when they think about Sesame Street. But it also creates space for children to think about who in their own lives also cares for them, who they also connect with, and who they can also go to. So it's building a self-regulation strategy, but doing it in a playful way.
1: Well, one of the things that I really appreciate about Sesame Street is the extra effort they they put into their programs, whether it's offering Spanish-speaking resources or even providing support to the military community. And in fact, you have an entire site dedicated to military families. Will you share with our listeners about this program and maybe some of your favorite elements?
2: Sure, so we have at SesameStreetForMilitaryFamilies.org um, a wide variety of different assets and resources and topics specifically to those families that are in the military. Um, and over the course of these last 13 years in developing this initiative and this online platform, what we've realized as is that when a parent serves in the military, a family serves in the military, and often a child is not always looked at as the first point of reference in terms of needing support. And so we created resources specific to deployment, relocation, homecoming, grief, injuries, birthdays, celebrations, and even self-expression routines to provide parents and providers with resources to begin conversations with children about what it means to be a resilient family in the community. A topic that is near and dear to my heart and that is gonna be coming out in the coming months related to Sesame Street for Military Families is our content page specific to transitions in healthcare. And some of the research that we've done and content that I've built on our side relate to the fact that when military families, PCS, Often their medical files and information about living healthy lives is often the last thing to get translated into a new medical team or setting. And so after families move and get used to a new space, a new neighborhood, a new school, a new church, a new grocery store, and all of those different opportunities, uh, there's also the importance of getting a new doctor, a new dentist, a new medical provider. And so we've built resources to think and help families and providers think strategically about what needs to be done before, during, and after a move so that medical information can be done seamlessly and that a child can begin in a new space the healthiest, best way they can be.
1: Well, we'll be looking forward to that resource coming out soon. So Antonio, what makes our podcast special are the stories our guests are willing to share. Do you have any final stories or even advice that you'd like to share with our listeners?
2: I think, you know, it's a great question. What's so important and what we understand at Sesame, uh, in the work that we do on Sesame Street in communities, is that the building up and the breaking down of every child is in direct relation to a relationship in their life. And so when there is harm that is caused, there's been a breakdown in relationship and communication. But when there is opportunity and excitement, that means an uplift in a relationship or in a connection. And so we really rely heavily and understand that for a child to be their best, They need to be seen in their full light. And that looks like a community coming and understanding who a child is so they can celebrate them appropriately. And so the general idea that I would push on behalf of uh, the organization that I work for is that to build stronger, smarter communities, we need to understand that we are all connected to everyone in that community, no matter how young they are.
3: Hey Antonio, it's Louise again. I just want to thank you so much for all this awesome information. I'm sure our audience learned so much more about what Sesame Street can do for families and specifically for military families. I'd like to just ask a few questions if you don't mind. So what is the target age of the resources that Sesame Street offers? We had a couple folks in here say they'd use this for younger kids, older kids, but what is the target age?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, Louise. So, we have a generally uh, large continuum of resources that can be used to target different age brackets. Um, I would say our sort of sweet spot is two to six. And then within some of our specific topics under difficult times and tough talks like traumatic experiences or those things that are a little bit more challenging to both communicate and need to be talked out in in some ways or easier to talk out more than others, we hit the six to eight-year-old range. And so overwhelmingly, we are targeting preschool and the bands around preschool but can age up or down by a year or two.
3: Okay, we do have a comment from Michelle. She said she wasn't aware Sesame Street had bullying resources, so that's a win today. (laughs) We've shared more, yeah, shared some great information. So this is more personal for you, but what's your favorite Sesame Street resource for bullying specifically, Antonio?
2: Oh, that's a great question. Um, So one that is near and dear to me is specific on our Sesame Street in military, I'm sorry, from four military families uh, page and it's actually coming up in a couple weeks so you need to stay tuned for it but it is transitions in healthcare. care. Um, what we understand as we've done research on our end is that military families PCS several times over the course of a year and over the course of multiple years and that often takes a, a challenge uh, on even the most resilient of families. And so we also know that when families uh, in military spaces PCS Often their medical files uh, for both uh, children that are developing um, in a variety of different ways take long to get to their new settings. And so we created some assets and I was the lead on creating a lot of content specific to how we think about communicating the need and ways for families to prepare for transitioning all their medical information uh, to new providers that won't be seen as scary but as an exciting new opportunity to make sure to engage other people on our health.
3: Yeah, that's huge. That's going to be a big help for military families specifically. The statistic is that kids will transition seven to nine times between kindergarten and high school. So that, that'll be a a great tool for them. So what other topics on the Sesame Street website are offered? You went through a lot today, but is there any more specific ones that you want to share with our audience today?
2: Sure. Um, You know, I think that they all speak to people uh, in different ways for different reasons. I think the two that I might flag for this group, given um, all that you are and all that you do, would be specific to resilience um, and specific to military caregiving, because both of those assets are on Sesame Street and communities, but that speak, I think, more to the challenges and the opportunities that military families face and the strengths that come from conversations related to those two things. So I would say, again, military caregiving and Resilience ARE TWO GREAT TOPICS TO CONTINUE MORE CONVERSATIONS ABOUT.
3: ALL RIGHT, HERE'S A BIG QUESTION. ARE THEY FREE?
2: OF COURSE. EVERYTHING <laughs> ON BOTH SESAME STREET FOR MILITARY FAMILIES AND SESAME STREET COMMUNITIES IS FREE. SO IF YOU GET TO IT, IT'S YOURS TO OWN AND YOURS TO USE. AWESOME. AWESOME. OKAY,
3: ANTONIO, DO YOU WANT TO WRAP UP?
2: Yeah, so I want to again thank all of you for uh, both engaging in today's conversation, for listening in to me, uh, and for thinking a little bit more about how to make sure that we can build stronger, smarter, kinder communities. Um, And so as you continue to use these resources, please stay in touch with me um, and through Sesame Street and Communities or Sesame Street for Military Families, and let us know what we continue to do and grow to make it more meaningful. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today, Antonio. We really appreciate you and Sesame Street for supporting our military families.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm excited that we've all been able to partner like this and look forward to continued opportunities to have these conversations.
1: Absolutely. And I want to thank our listeners for joining us today. We'll include the website information for Sesame Street for military families, along with Sesame Street and communities in the show's notes. Please remember to like share and subscribe, and we appreciate your comments, questions, and always your ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. Have a great day.
0: I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast for the sake of the child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.